What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, if you guys are anything like me, you've been following this whole Theranos case with Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was That's the one that had the HBO documentary? Yeah, there was a couple documentaries. There was a Hulu uh, dramatized version with Amanda Seyfried that played her, and she did yeah. a phenomenal job. I think she won some Emmy Phenomenal. For that. Phenomenal. Epic. Um, and there's a couple. There's an HBO documentary. There's a podcast. So if anyone's listening and they haven't heard about Elizabeth Holmes yeah, and Theranos. My, my wife loves that uh, HBO documentary. Yeah, By the way, I'm one of those out. people that's listening right now that has no clue what you're talking about. All right, well, check it out, Captain. Yeah, you just Google it, bro. Yeah. So oh, wait, I thought she was going to tell us about I'm it. I'm going to. Well, I'm going to tell you that today, more than four years after charges were brought against her for duping investors and patients at her blood testing startup, she's been sentenced. A federal judge handed down a prison sentence of 135 months or 11 and a quarter years with three years of supervised release. She was once the youngest self-made female billionaire, and she had a net worth of approximately $4.5 billion. Damn. She claimed to have developed a medical device that could detect a multitude of diseases and conditions from a single drop of blood. But the technology never worked. Hmm. She's going to begin her sentence in April yeah. of next year. She's a big Ponzi, basically. I'm so impressed with people who can run these kinds of schemes. What? Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty elaborate, like, she had the whole world going for, like, right. set, almost 10 years. I mean, right. I mean, George, when I say I'm so impressed, it's like, when you try and do legit biz, it's hard. But then you hear about people that are like, they came up with this thing, a drop of blood, you can figure out all this stuff, you get millions, millions, millions of dollars invested, you're living the high life, all along you know that this is all a bunch of nonsense and it's going nowhere, and it's probably only a matter of time until you're caught, but until you're caught, you are living it, hoping you never do. Anybody who's like that devious... Gosh, that's impressive to me. Well, in her case, she had like, basically she had an idea that she had trouble, like, and a prototype of an idea, but she had trouble getting like the technology to, to make it work. Mm -hmm. And so she just lied, assuming that she was eventually going to have all these engineers figure it out, but they never did. Right. You got to so, watch the documentary. It's yeah, pretty be crazy. careful. I don't want to see a cited documentary in a few years. Okay, I know, right? I'm going to dupe a whole <laughs> bunch of investors. All of a sudden, they go, "How'd you raise 250 million dollars in a Series C?" I'm like, I don't know. I just just told a bunch of lies, and people gave me their money. Did you yeah. do that, Cap? I haven't raised that much, but well, I was just saying, it's a lot of money. Good job. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. That is damn impressive to get people to trust you like that. To put their money into you. And it wasn't just anybody. It wasn't just a bunch of random rich people. She had like the Secretary of State. She had like the president of Stanford or Harvard, one of the two. It was like some very high profile people. Yeah. I love how you actually like like admire this woman who is a pariah. I love this. <laughs> yeah, well, you're I mean, not going to admire her when she's sitting, you know, singing the jailhouse blues. No, yeah, like, she's going to be in there and she's going to be hanging out and sing sing. You know, you're going to be with her when you go uh, and you do people from your sighted money. That or I'm going to go talk to her like across the uh, the glass on the phones. Yeah. Like, can you explain this to me? So tell me this. How the hell did you do this? So let me get this straight. You were able to and then I'm just going to learn from her. Right. And then, and then you'll end up on the on the other side of that glass one day too. She she kind of talks not. like your remote voice, like you know how you're like, uh, ESPN. Like yeah. that's kind of how she talks. Really? <laughs> she does. Yeah, she has like listen, a very listen. deep voice, but everyone says it's fake. Check yeah. this out, CNN. Yeah, there. She that's sounds how she like talks. Yeah. ESPN. Yeah. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Um, 
Now, speaking of being duped, do you think somebody will be duped into trading for Derek Carr? Because Pro Football Focus believes the Raiders could trade Derek Carr uh, sometime in this upcoming offseason. And remember, it only cost them $5 million on the on the uh, dead money in the cap. Uh, do, but do you believe that someone will take him on? Because if, if if they trade him, they're, tra- they're taking that contract, obviously. Right. So I don't know if you saw this week, George, but Derek Carr, and we've obviously been talking about the Raiders a lot because – What's happened to the Raiders this year is incredibly interesting. Yeah. But did you see this week where Derek Carr and Devontae Adams both came out in like great support for Josh McDaniels? In fact, Derek Carr had this quote where he's, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, hey, look, I'm glad Mr. Davis, he always has to be respectful and call Mark Davis Mr. Davis, I'm glad Mr. Davis has come out and said that Josh is going to be with us because he's our leader, he's our guy, we want to know that, and that you know helps stability in the organization, and we love Josh, and we're all for Josh. It's like, yeah, if he doesn't say that, and he gets traded or cut, his boy Devontae Adams would be like, yo, man, I came here to play with you, and one year later, they trade you or cut you? I had Aaron Rodgers. I was playing for the Green Bay Packers. You got me coming here to Vegas and you're gone after a year? So I think Derek Carr is going to do everything he can to try and remain a Raider. You think because of that? Or you think because he doesn't want to be traded from the Raiders? A, he is a he's the kind of guy that would like to be a Raider for life, even if it means never winning. And B... I'll bet you he's like, yeah, dog, I, I got you here to Vegas so we could finish our careers together, and a year later, I'm gone. Sorry I, sorry I did that, pal. Devontae Adams would be like, yo, man, I was playing with Aaron Rodgers. Why did I come here to play with you for a year? Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that there's somebody out there in the NFL that would look at Derek Carr and say, he's our Matthew Stafford? We were a Matthew Stafford away from winning a Super Bowl. Now we're a Derek Carr away from winning a Super Bowl. You tell me. Yeah, I don't think anyone sees that. Nah. I, I mean, do, do you think that? No. Yeah, what, are the, what are the Colts going to do? Go with another quarterback four years in a row, four different veteran quarterbacks? I mean, I guess that's like kind of like the only team. But now that they have like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? For what it's worth, I did see um, that cutting him is also a possibility because even though he makes whatever his contract is, something like 20-something million, his cap hit, like the dead cap hit, if they were to cut him, is only like $5 million, which is nothing compared Wait, to... Yeah, yeah. Who are we talking about here? Derek Carr. Yeah, I just you said, said Cunningham, I thought you said. No. Cutting. If you cut cutting. him, it's yeah, only $5 million. Oh, By the way, sorry, if you trade him, it's also $5 million against yeah, the cap. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's not a cap hit for them at all, the way they did the contract. I mean, I'm just looking around the rest of the league. Could, could Houston use Derek Carr? Uh, I guess that would probably be an upgrade for them. Right, and his brother played there, so right. I mean, I'm just I'm looking around. He did spend uh, like a couple years there. In that could, area. could could he help New Orleans? Is he better than what they've got in New Orleans? Maybe like a little. Is he better than what yeah, they have in Carolina? I, Maybe I, a I little. Would, I, I would say like if Sean Payton was there, he'd be better off going to New Orleans. But like Sean Payton's not there. I mean, I'm just looking around the the league, and I'm thinking to myself, do the New York Jets go? You know, no. We tried with this kid, but you know, we we think we're D- uh, Derek Carr from being a Super Bowl team. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think if Derek Carr is not with the Raiders, he could be somebody's backup. And because, but that means they would cut him in that scenario because there's if no one's trading for him, then no you one's have to trading cut him. for him. Yeah. So you think no one is trading for him? Not. I don't think so. I don't think so because I think everybody else would look at the Raiders and they go, you know what? 
they got to get rid of him. They can't have him. So we'll just wait until he's an available free agent, and then we'll sign him for a lot less. Why would I take on that contract? Screw that. I, I mean, I'm with you. I, don't, I, I wouldn't trade for him. But there's yeah. always a desperate team. Well, you know, there, this, this is an interesting weekend of NFL football. What about if you're Bill Belichick? I don't think so. I mean, they don't seem to be that high on Mac Jones anymore. Yeah, but I don't oh, think... Oh, but they got, oh, they got the zappy hour. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they would look at Derek Carr and go, he's the answer. I don't think so. By the way, the Raiders this weekend, George, against the Broncos. Now, this has been the coaching matchup that everybody's laughed about oh, all year long. Right? Josh McDaniels versus uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, right, right. One guy is three and six in his first year. That's Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. The other guy is two and seven in his first year. That's Josh McDaniels. Correct. These were two teams that were supposed to contribute to making the AFC West the preseason best division in football. Look at these two. Disaster. Raiders and Broncos in Denver. I think I got to take the Broncos. Although Bill uh, Barnwell wrote an interesting piece that Lindsay uh, pointed me to about how the Raiders have been one of the most unluckiest teams in football this year. They have really been. If you read the story, it's actually really, I mean, it's, it, it, it's obviously accurate. You know what I mean? Like a lot of ridiculous things have happened to them during games this season. And, and I feel like that, that even just off first glance, it's like, oh, yeah, how many times have I tweeted in the circle of trust, that's the most Raiders loss ever? It's like three times already this year. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is that Arizona game in week two. Right, when Kyler Murray just went nuts running all over the field. Right. And they had that chance to beat Kansas City where they lost by yep. a point. Yeah, where they, uh, what was the, they did something really dumb in that play. Uh, on that in that game then they were getting all the breaks too on top of that but there was something specific they did in that game i don't remember right now that i was like oh my god i can't believe they did that and then they then they got beat 24 nothing by new orleans that was that was kind of a laughing stock and then to make matters even worse jacksonville yeah well yeah they and the colts yeah all of them they're all bad three straight here's the thing remember when we talked about that stretch the texas the saints the jaguars the colts this is where they make their hay Right, and everybody was like, "Yeah, this is it. This is." Not. And I'm like, "Bro, I don't know, man. Like, two of those are on the road. Like, you know, the Texans are not terrible. Oh, that was the easiest game. And and like, you know, I, I man, I was yeah. on the other side of that, going, "Don't give up on them yet. Yeah, don't give were, up on them yet. Definitely on that. <laughs> they lose to New Orleans, twenty-four nothing. They lose to Jacksonville, twenty-seven twenty, and then they lose to freaking Jeff Saturday in his first ever game coaching. Oh. A week earlier, he was in analyzing on ESPN. Oh my goodness! Unlucky or just terrible? Both. It could be both. Mm. They have ten sacks this season. They f- they spent money for Chandler Jones, who's like a really good pass rusher, and they have Max Crosby. How is that even possible? Brutal. Ten sacks as a team. Denver versus Oakland, three and seven versus two and six, or something like that. And I can't wait to two and seven versus three and six. And for some reason, I can't wait to watch that game. Well, on you know, Sunday. it's funny. ESPN Radio. I'm not doing that game this weekend, but ESPN Radio. You know, they have all these games, right? They select several. You know, a lot. You know, fairly early in advance. It's not not always like the whole. You know, in back in September. But, like, they selected that game fairly early, thinking, to your point, AFC West is going to be insane this year. (laughs) And ESPN Radio, of course, will take uh, Raiders at Denver. I actually think these two teams, as disastrous as they are, make for better ratings. Yeah. Yeah. No, for TV for sure. Um, By the way, I think my game tomorrow will be on on this station tomorrow, the Utah-Oregon game. What time's that game? 7.30? Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure Bergman told me they're carrying that game. Dude, I got to tell you something right now. Um, I respect your grind. I would never want to do what you're doing. I totally respect your grind. 
but to go from basketball to college football where like with the college football guys like you have some familiarity but it takes a lot of prep work yeah. to really get yeah. to know those guys oh man where, yeah whereas the nba you're like oh i know these two teams and i yeah. know most of these players yeah but like i always respect the guys that go back and forth between football and basketball or like you know you get to the ncaa tournament and you're doing the first round and there's teams you've never heard of before yeah. yeah you know i would so love a lot to of work that. i would love to do the ncaa tournament i did it one time for cbs and it was an awesome experience yeah, it was great. I loved it. I had a great experience I mean, doing it once. But nobody that was it. knows nobody knows anything about the college basketball Nothing. tournament. Like you know, like you're just doing these these store. I mean, I'm sure there are guys obviously who do the sport all year who know. But like what I'm saying is like the people watching. More than half of them are like they're just watching because there's always crazy games. Yeah. Oh, and dude, the announcers that I worked with, nobody knew anything about any of these teams. Right. You know, so everybody had to work like three times as hard to get to know. Yeah. who they were, well, what conference I, they were, I, I was, I was prepping uh, today on the plane, and then this guy next to me, really nice guy who lives in Redondo Beach, was like, "Is that a calendar?" Like, and I'm like, "No, it's a chart with all the these. Uh, it's a football chart." And he's like, "Football chart." He's like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, oh, "I hate having." I'm these an announcer. I hate having these conversations. I really do. Not because of anything, because it, it, is, it is a joy. It just no, no. It opens the door now to oh, really? Tell me more. And then the next thing, rather than prepping, you're talking about what you do. Right, and he was a, a really nice man. He actually sure. was. He he grew up here in Oregon, so he was telling me like I was telling him how I, it was a fun conversation because I was telling him how we went here in the summertime with the kids, and he was t he gave me like a bunch of spots to go to next time we come here as a family. So it was great. But you're right, I I didn't really get enough prepping. Yeah, so yeah, I got to do more tonight. Luckily, the game's tomorrow's at seven thirty, so I got plenty oh, of time. You got tomorrow. the whole day. Yeah, I mean I'm good though. I've done these two teams before. They're not completely unfair. If I didn't do either of those two teams. And I hadn't I, done any research right now. Yeah, I'd be panicking, but I'd know that I have the whole day tomorrow to fool everybody into making me believe or yeah, making. You'd them be like Michael that Thompson that day that him and Trudell were doing the game, and Trudell still had to do his sideline thing. And then Michael was like, "That guy, nobody knows his name, is shooting the three pointer from the corner." <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. Well, I haven't done them this year, but I did them both last year um, twice. So I've got that. By the way, I got my bowl assignments. I'll tell you that on the other side. But we got to wrap first. Laura All says right. we got to wrap, so right. we got to go. But first, um, Cappy, I, I want to tell you about the bowl assignments. I do want to get into UCLA USC in the next Definitely. segment as well. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in DC. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Oh, what a great song. Really love me. But you keep, keep me, me hanging, hanging on. on. So I know we're great singers, and I know that the Circle of Trust and all the 710 listeners love when we sing on the radio, but I didn't know until yesterday that everybody loves it that much more when they're listening on podcast, because it's acapella on podcast, baby. Right. Yeah, because there's no, we can't play the music, right? By the apparently, way, we sound better on uh, in acapella. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally I didn't know could, that. Yeah, probably not really, but nonetheless... Um, they tell me everyone should subscribe to the podcast if you're not doing it what the hell are you doing like why are you listening to the show if you're not because literally you, there's no way i mean very few of you i'm guessing are actually listening on the radio the whole time so i'm if you you can't miss the show there's always some nonsense that happens at the beginning of the show or in the middle of the show or at the end of the show it's you know it's a long show so you listen to the podcast you can catch up you say to yourself all right i listen between four and five then you can listen to the podcast from you know five and six o'clock or whatever i like it when i wake up in the morning Morning, and I go onto Twitter for as long as it still exists. Yeah. And I see guys like Darth Navarro who said, Hey, I was just catching up on the Sedano and Cap podcast and I missed this part of it. And he's got yeah. a comment about, or the Benson Crime family, they also are podcast listeners and then yeah. they're always a day or so behind. So when you catch up on the podcast, make sure you hit us up on Twitter for as long as it lasts so that we know what you are listening to and when. Yeah, absolutely. So subscribe to the Sedano and Cap podcast like ASAP, like yesterday. Just go on your phone, regardless of what you have. There's going to be a podcast app it's on your iPhone. It actually says podcast, uh, you know, Android phone, same kind of thing. It's Google, I believe, Spotify, whatever you listen to, ESPN LA app, ESPN app. Find it somewhere and just subscribe to it, but just do it. Just all right. do what you're told, everybody. Just yeah, do what we tell you it. to do, just, all right? It, Don't make me that. come out there and come get you. Yeah, it'll just be easier just that way. Just do what we tell you to do. Correct, yes. Um, all right, so real quick. Um. Oh, before I get to UCLA, USC, so I got uh, my bowl assignment. So you ready? No, oh, tell me. Let me hear what you're doing. So I got the L.A. Bowl, the Jimmy oh, Kimmel nice. L.A. Bowl, December nice. 17th. So if you want to come, you can come with me. I told you, man. I got something going on. My every Oh, it's right. The Cappy Cast holiday party. Right? Every yeah, yeah. weekend is booked in December. I got nothing yeah. for anybody. Well, you know, it, you know, I'm just saying you could have come and hung out. I'm good. Jimmy Kimmel. Probably Jimmy, coming in the booth. If, if Jimmy calls me and asks me to come, I will come. Yeah. Uh, so they got, uh, you know, I'm doing it on radio, and then Tessator and the crew is doing it on TV, on ABC. I like Tessator. So. I like him. Oh, uh, Joe Tess, the man. I love that guy. Um, so, uh, so anyway, so we've got that. Uh, and then I've got the Alamo Bowl again this year, mm-hmm. um, which, honestly, if UCLA loses, chances are that's where they'll end up. So it'll be cool. I can get to you do a UCLA game, too. Okay, San Antonio's done? a cool town. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's not my favorite. Right. But it's no, fine. it's fine, though. It's yeah. all right. There's a couple of places to but hang out. But I'm working with Lindsay's guy, Dustin Fox, from Cleveland Alert, uh, from Cleveland, who played for Ohio State on that national championship team that stole the national championship from my team. Um, but nonetheless, Wait, or the what game stole. are you working with Dustin on? The Alamo Bowl. Oh, that's awesome. He'll be so excited. I know. He, he, te- he texts me, actually, to let me know. That's I awesome. hadn't seen the, the schedule yet. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I, I believe, I don't know if the Alamo Bowl will be on ESPN. I know we're carrying the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, or we did last year at least. So Anyway. Two bowl uh, games or you got more? No, just those two. Nice. Two's enough, bro. Oh, bro, I can imagine. Because I'm going to be gone a ton. I'm doing like, plus I got all my NBA games in there, and I've got the G League Showcase, which is like the big G League event where like, it's a big tournament they always play right before Christmas in Vegas. Uh, so I'm doing that on ESPN TV, and it's just there's a lot of stuff going on. 
So. I had to take I had to take the week off before like the before Christmas like Christmas is on a Sunday the twenty fifth yeah. and the next week the twenty sixth like we're not even on because the Look, Lakers are I, I, on on the I'm road. I'm literally I'm literally going to be off from radio and and working almost every day on TV mm. on a game somewhere. That, that previous week I should take that week off. Amanda's which, hearing which, that right now, going, "No, no, you're not you taking can't. anything." Yeah, off. you know why? Because I put in, and Amanda can attest to this. So could Lindsay uh, and Laura too, because I believe both of them have been on those emails in the past. I always request my vacation like three months in advance. Yeah, not me. Yeah, we we can't do the the both of you guys off at the same time thing anymore, especially that week because every like every show has somebody off that mm-hmm. week. Yeah, already. So there's only so many but to beat to me around. to it. You got to go three months in a day. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and beat you to a summer vacation. Put in for uh, it now, because Sedano does it like three, four I'm months in it, advance. No, I'm putting it in six months in advance. Too late. He gave I'm us this you. whole NBA schedule through like the end of the year back in like July. Yeah. No, George, I'm putting in for vacation of June of 24. I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm vacationing 18 months out, pal. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so there you go. Look, I'm looking at the Lakers schedule here. Uh, December 17th, Jimmy Kimmel Label. We're carrying that. I think Amanda had already told me we're carrying that. And then uh, December 29th is the Alamo Bowl. No Lakers game, though. You carry it, Bergman. I'm going to say it's Bergman's fault if we don't carry it. So. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Come, making a complete left turn here. Well, okay. we got to talk UCLA USC though. But hurry I, up. I know. But before we do, did you have something that you wanted to ask me? Because if there's something I can do to help you out, you know, I'm here to help. I don't know. Do you, what, do you have? Do you? Would you like to hay king me for some reason? Is there something? Oh no, you no, no, no. No, I was just saying. In the rundown, it says Sedano has a good hay king. It wasn't for you. It was that I, my hay king at the Nike store today. Oh, okay. I thought maybe when when I see hay king, yeah. I'm like, hey, George needs a little help here. He needs a hand. No, no, no I'm no. here to help. No, I, I, I. What Lindsay was referring to is that my hay king, you know, went went up to a let's call it a you know a larger throne. Let's just well, say. I just want to say this. I yeah. saw it on the rundown, and yeah. I wanted to make sure we got to it. Should you need some help, you know, no. you know, you can. Hey, King me, should you need me? No, no, no. No, no. It's all good. All right. You don't it's come through anyways. Mm, I just didn't come through with you. You don't come through? Hey, look, let me tell you something. Not for me, so yeah. Let, let me tell you something. Um, I'm going to have a real hard time hey, kinging for some Swifties. I don't know what the hell's going on out there with this Taylor Swift thing, but yeah. I ain't paying no $500 a ticket to yeah. see Taylor Swift. They ain't happening. $500 right. is cheap, cheap Cap. Yeah. That's like, cheap, bro. They're like hey, $2,000 hey, hey. is the get-in price She right ain't now. worth it, bro. She Taylor, I'm going to no. tell you right now, Taylor, honestly, these are kids that want to come see you. It's $500? Didn't you see her IG post? No. She said basically that she's she's losing trust in this whole industry and having yeah. to go through third party companies who had assured her that there would not be any difficulties getting these tickets sold and they failed and now she's mad. Well, I don't I, know if it's, she's genuine or not, but she seems pretty mad. You know what? Well, uh, here's what I think she should do. Tell me. She should come to the game this week in the UCLA USC game and perform yep. at the Rose Bowl. How about uh, that? Yep. That'd be lovely. Yeah, That'd be very nice. at least at halftime, you give you a little bit, and then you you could go to Boney Suite with your uh, with your kids, and they can at least see her there. By the way, Cappy, yeah. speaking of the USC game, how's my uh, lot K parking request? Oh yeah, what happened going? with that? It's not going very well right now. See, I, I told you. you. Did, did you even ask? <laughs> no, I did not. See? I didn't think so. Well, you guys don't seem to understand mm-hmm. the 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 amount of uh, time that is being occupied in my current life right now with uh-huh. real life issues. And the, can you work on getting Lindsay a parking pass? It just kind of has to take a little bit of a back burner thing right now. So I just don't have the bandwidth to be looking for parking passes right now. I mean, that that would be understandable, except you always talk about like, 
oh, I always come through. You know, no, 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 no. you don't, girl. No, no you I don't. don't. No, I don't no. always come through. I'm, I'm a, I'm probably about a 600 hitter. You know, what I mean, I'm doing really well. I mean, that's pretty high. Yeah, it's high. It's a high percentage for such a small, simple request to be like, "Hey, Boney, you got a parking pass for Lindsay?" You're like, you're like Shaq in the low post. You just dominate. You just throw yeah. it down on everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm a 600 hitter, but right now, Linz, yeah. there's just too much going on. All right, right here's here. my prediction. All right, UC- UCLA USC. USC wins 41-40. I think it's a shootout. Say it one more time. 41-40 USC. Bleh. Wow. But a tight one. Like they got to win at the last second. Okay, I'm going to give you a different prediction. I've told you all week long, I think USC wins this game handily. I said by two scores. I'll take USC 38, UCLA 24. Yeah, all right. There you go. Look at that. Big, 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 big. And you know what? Radio Tinder's next. I'm out. Michael's in the last two segments with Cappy. See you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. I have to let this music play for a sec. Yeah, it's good. It's Radio Tinder. Lindsay Baseball, is Michael Thompson joining us from Crypto? Michael is here. Welcome Hi, to Radio Tinder, Michael. Yeah, what's this about? <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like you've never played Radio Tinder before. Well, the swiping right and up and left and down and north and south always confuses me. Well, basically, you could just say yes or no, Michael. Oh, if you okay. can't remember the swipes, you just do it your way. All right. Plenty of other people do, too. They'll be like, wait, what is that? Swiping right? Is that the cra- is that me no or yes? So, yeah. you know. Hey, but- Michael, any word if LeBron's playing? Uh, nothing yet, but I think he'll play. He's had a week off, so I, 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 since they haven't announced he's not playing, he's going to play. All right. We'll talk more about that coming up in a second. All right, guys, so time. I'm going to start off with this whole World Cup situation, right? So Qatar banned the sale of beer at the World Cup stadiums earlier today with only two days to go before the opening game. It's a sudden U-turn for Qatari authorities, who have apparently overruled FIFA and Budweiser, a longtime FIFA sponsor, who had made a special exception on the alcohol ban just for this event. So, if you have luxury hospitality tickets, though, champagne, wine, whiskey, and other alcohol is still expected to be served in those areas only, but normally beer would be the only alcohol served outside of those areas, but... Only non-alcoholic beer is going to be sold to the fans during the 64 matches. So if you were a fan and you had planned to go to the World Cup on this trip, which we all know if you're a football fan, drinking is a huge part of like the culture and like part of the game. Like that's just, you know, drinking, partying, celebrating, right? So if you were a fan and you were going to go to this, would you still want to go? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I'm going to swipe left. I'd be pissed. I mean, if I'm some soccer hooligan who wants to get drunk and raise hell... Um, and now all of a sudden they're taking that pleasure away from me. Why did I book my flight? Why did I book my hotel? Why did you tell me two days in advance? You must have known about this. So, yeah, I'd be a little bit pissed off if I were a soccer fan going to the World Cup. Michael, how about you? I'll still go. I'd like a beer at a Dodger game or Laker game or if I'm not working, but I could uh, easily be contented with a Coke, a soft drink, to go on my pizza or whatever. So I I don't get drunk anyway. But uh, I do enjoy a cold beer. But if there's none there, Coke will do. Yeah, I also can live without the drinking. But, Michael, I don't think that the 
soccer fan can. Right. Yeah, I feel like the average fan that is buying these tickets to go to this are planning to be like, woo, like party spring break. You know, well, like that, get wasted. And if their team loses, they might just, you know, tear the town apart. So oh maybe. Oh, gosh. Seriously. I'm, I know, you're right. And the funny thing is, is there are like outdoor areas outside of the stadiums that are apparently still serving alcohol, but you have to go really far to get them. And they're charging like 20 to $30 for a domestic beer. Well, it's like uh, the elites. I know this alcohol denied in a bunch of those Arab countries, but yet the ruling class, they drink alcohol. But the right, public exactly. can't have it. To the point that the luxury sweet people will still be allowed to have it. Yeah. And, you know, those people are all like the sponsors and pol- politicians and stuff like that. So we'll see how this all plays out because I feel like it's going to be very interesting. Well, it, should, it deserves to be a disaster because people should is. never be, FIFA should never be in uh, Qatar anyway. They deny so many human rights over there. It's right. crazy. Right. Preach, Michael, preach. All right, next one here. So if you love the game of golf, you probably love a good Tiger Woods story. And pro golfer Camilo Villegas has a great one. He recently joined the Golf Subpar podcast where he talked about the time Tiger Woods invited him onto his private jet. After beating Tiger in a skins game, he was celebrating with a glass of red wine as they prepared to take off, and he spilled it everywhere. And he spent 40 minutes trying to clean it up, but it never fully came out. Well, a few months goes by, and Villegas is at Woods' event at the Sherwood Country Club, and he opened his locker to find an envelope hanging with an invoice for $25,000 for the damage. (laughs) If this were you, would you pay it? Swipe left or swipe right, Michael? Yeah, I guess I would pay it. If I was Tiger, I wouldn't ask him to pay it. Tiger's a billionaire, basically. Right. It's 25000 to him for his private jet. It's like us taking $25 out of our pocket to, 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 for a cleaning service, for to, to pick up our laundry. So uh, if I was Villegas, would I be ticked? I mean, he did spill it, but I would, yeah, I would pay it because he's got money too. But I would think, geez, Tiger, you're pretty chintzy there. Well, that's his reputation, but I have a quick question for you here. So he spilled the wine on Tiger's plane after he had beaten Tiger in his skins game? So so I was kind of condensing the story, and he tells his long-winded story about they were about to take off. Like, Tiger like made him go on the jet because he, was, he took him out of some other tournament, whatever. He made him go on the jet, and as they're on the jet, like, he wanted to go to sleep. And Tiger's like, no, sit down and have a drink with me. Insisted on having a drink with him, right? And so then as, like, the plane's getting ready to take off, like, something happened where he wasn't paying attention and he spilled his drink everywhere. So he, he's not even, like, a big drinker, but he's like, well, I don't want to be a jerk and, like, deny this guy having a drink with me. He invited me onto his jet. So he was trying to be polite. But, but was there a part of this where he had just beaten Tiger? Did I get that part yes. at the beginning? Yes, and Tiger so said, Tiger said, like, oh, let's celebrate and have a drink. You just well, won the Skins game. Right, and that's why Tiger billed him, because you, cause he beat him. So because he beat Tiger and took the money in the skins game and then spilled the wine, Tiger's like, hey, somebody else that I beat, I pay to clean it up. You beat me, you won the money, pay me to clean my plane. Tiger. That is a good point. That is probably exactly what he was doing. All right, another one here. So a foot found in a hot spring in Yellowstone National Park back in August has been identified as belonging to a Los Angeles man. The foot belonged to a 70-year-old Il Hunro, and while foul play is not suspected, the circumstances of his death are still unknown due to a lack of evidence. And like I said, the situation unfolded back in August when a park employee spotted part of a foot in a shoe floating in the West Thumb Geyser Basin. (laughs) So, instead of having you guys swipe, I'm going to ask, if you had to lose one of your bodily extremities, which one would you pick? 
Would you pick like a foot? Which foot would you pick? Would you pick a hand? Like what, what would you pick? You go first, Cap. If I were going to lose one of my bodily extremities, I would lose my gut because That's not my an gut, extremity. I, well, Michael, you say that, but it never was an extremity until now. And now I've grown this gut to a point where it's like in my way. So it's kind of like another arm all of a sudden. Like if I had a third arm, you know, like that third arm might get in the way. Well, now my belly's in the way. So if I could remove an extremity, I'd, I'd like to remove this belly. Is If that's ineligible, does a finger count? Does yep. a toe count? Yep. Because I don't want to lose a foot, a leg, an arm. I mean, that's what I was wondering. I guess if you have, like, I guess you could do that. But that's what that's the easy way out. That's what everyone's going to pick is just a finger or a toe. It's not that big of a deal. So well, I mean, if you're giving me a choice. Yeah. Bigger than a finger or a toe. Michael, what do you think? Uh, I guess you can't say the P word on uh, on radio, can you? Oh, my gosh. You were going to say that? <laughs> what, what's the P word? Oh, no, 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 no. no. We're not saying it, Cappy. Let it go. Because Michael, why would you pick that? Go with an ear. Go, go with the, an ear. If Whatever. you still could go to the bathroom and, uh, you know, I guess that's the way to go because you still keep your... <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay. I don't think your on. wife would moving be too happy on, about moving that. Moving <laughs> on. All right. Well, I guess I... Guess I oh. <laughs> Oh, an ear. I can't do that one. You would miss an ear. I yeah. can't well, believe that you, that you answered that. One anyway. Right, How exactly. Because, because I like to use my arms and my legs. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. <laughs> oh, my you don't like to use your P word? Okay, Gabby. Well, you, you use your arms and legs of everything Gabby. all day long, right? The other one, you just use it occasionally. Wow. Oh, that's sad, but moving on. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't know what the P word was. Uh, okay. <laughs> The clinical, the clinical word for it. You can say the clinical word. No, no, no. You I can't even say the, the clinical word. word for it? No. Oh, come on. What are we, kids here? We're all adults here. I no, know. you are allowed to say it. it. You are allowed to say it. I know he can, but you know, it's funnier just, if I don't it, let him. It rhymes with, <laughs> with cleanest. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what you're talking about here, Michael. Yeah, we all I do. Didn't. Yeah, right. I didn't at first. Plus, oh, really? you, can, plus you, can get a, what, you can get one of those. Can't you get an artificial one? Oh, my God. Yeah. I would don't you wouldn't you rather have an artificial like foot or artificial right. hand yeah, than rather, an artificial I'd, P I'd rather, word? I'd rather have a hook hand. <laughs> no, because it'll slow me down if I got an artificial foot. Oh my god. <laughs> Where are you going so fast? Well, I, I gotta be on time. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you gotta get to the airport. I don't want the Lakers to leave me behind because I my artificial foot isn't working. Oh my god. <laughs> I think fall, it might they, fall off or something. No, no, they've done a lot of really great work with prosthetics, man. I'm telling you right now, you'd well, be that's faster. What I'm saying. You wouldn't have your boys if you would have lost that. I'm just saying. Well, don't they have the prosthetic uh, for the other stuff too? They have prosthetics for everything, Michael. There but you again, you are a a married man, and I'm just saying I don't I don't know your wife, and I don't mean to speak for her, but yeah. I'm guessing she wouldn't be too happy. Plus, if you, you can get it. You can get the large size. Really get impressed. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh now my we're talking God. a bigger prosthetic <laughs> p word. Exactly. Where's yeah, my I've sound upgraded. effect? I've upgraded. Where's my sound effect? Exactly. <laughs> we both hit hit them at the same time. All right. So, um, done done with radio tinder. But before we go to break, I want to ask you guys. So, Michael. You're a big football fan, right? Uh, both of them, American and for- foreign. Well, so normally the last segment on Fridays, we do our picks against the spread where we do five games and you pick a winner and you say how confident you are in them winning, like one through five, right? Mm-hmm. And Sedano left, so we didn't do our picks yet this week, and I feel like you'd, you'd be a good person to do the picks and you'd be picking for Sedano. Would you be okay with that? Oh, yeah. 
definitely. Okay. I know my football. I don't wait a second. I don't know that I'm okay with it because Michael's probably way better nah, than nah, Sedano. Nah, too bad. You got to be okay with it. You allowed other people to pick for you, so yep. you got to. You yep, know, that's true. And they guess. did well for you. I know Andy yeah. Kamenetsky did well for me, didn't yeah, he? he? Did. He did. He went undefeated. He got all of them. Yep. All right. Well, let's see how Michael does in for Sedano on picks against the spread. That's next. Don't go anywhere. Somehow this song came up earlier in the week. We had a conversation about this. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was George was talking about what's the lead singer's name? What's the dude's name? I don't remember. Me neither. CNC Music Factory is all I remember. You just a squirrel trying to get a nut to move your butt to the dance floor. Yo, what's up? Everybody over here. Everybody over there. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened. Hey, this segment of Sedano and Cap is being brought to us by... Icy cold Coors Light. When you are looking to celebrate life's victories, whether it's your football team, your basketball team, college hoops getting going, when you are looking to celebrate your victories, you do it with an icy cold Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long, Coors Light. Michael Thompson in for Shidano. Michael, you ready to make some picks against the spread here for NFL games this weekend? Yeah, let's do it. All right, now, Michael, if you're really confident in this pick, you give it a five. If you're not as confident, you give it a one, and obviously anything in between. So five is the best, you're most confident. One is your least confident. Okay. But you can only use each number once. Right. Okay. But I'll keep track of that for you. Okay, let's start off with this. We'll go backwards. Sunday night football, Michael. The Chiefs are in L.A. to take on the Chargers. The Chiefs are five-point favorites. Who do you like? And what number do you assign to it? Uh, I like uh, the Chargers, and I'll give them a two. That means they have a chance to win. They probably win, right? Well, I mean, I mean you're confident, you... but not super confident. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you pick two, them number one. Mahomes but... is uh, dangerous, so five is super confidence. Two is like some, somewhere in the middle, so I'll give them a two. Okay. I'm going to take the Chiefs, rather obviously. Chiefs are my favorite team, or at least this week they are. I'll take the Chiefs. To win the game, I want them to cover the five, and I'm going to call that my three. Lindsay Baseball. All right, I'm going to also pick the Chiefs um, because I feel like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is starting to get rolling, and the Chargers are just going in the opposite direction. Justin Her- Everybody's hurt. Justin Herbert is like, eh, he's kind of kind of lost his... Shine. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs, but I'm going to make that my two as well. Laura. I feel like I shouldn't even pick because last week I got zero, but um, let's go with the Chiefs and uh, that'll be my three. Wait, you got zero last week? According to Lindsay, yes, she I did. Because she had Bills, Raiders, Rams, 49ers, and Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Wow, Laura. That's... And the Rams, uh, they, the 49ers didn't cover. That's a new record. Not really. There's people that have gotten zero, but you know. Yeah, whatever. Moving okay, on. Well, there's only one way to go this week. True. All right, here we go. Michael Thompson. The Raiders are at the Broncos. The Broncos are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Michael, the Raiders, a mess of emotions this week. Who do you like to win, and how confident are you? I like the Raiders to win with a one. Both teams are sorry. It is a crummy game of the week, so I'll give the Raiders one. Lindsay Baseball. Well, I've been picking the Raiders for a good, uh, I don't know, pretty much all season. Um, and they've done me wrong quite a bit. As we all know, they've only won two games. But I feel like they're still better than the crappy Broncos. So I'm going to pick the Raiders, but I'm going to make that my three. 
Laura? I picked the Raiders last weekend. They, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to go in with the Broncos, and that's my one. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to take the Broncos, and I'm going to call that my five. Whoa. Yeah. Big big deal there, Kebby. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Raiders are just, they're just a mess. Now, it's either one of these things where they rebound because they were so emotional, or maybe they're stepping into a team that's a little bit better. That's what Fat Jack told us yesterday. I'm taking the Broncos. That's my five. Phenomenal. Thank you. The Rams are at the Saints, Michael Thompson, and New Orleans is a three-point favorite. Who do you like? I like uh, the Saints with a four because the Rams are all beat up. They can't protect. Stafford's coming back from a concussion, so the Rams just don't look like they got it this year. Lindsay Baseball. Ditto. The Rams aren't a playoff team. They're not very good. Matthew Stafford, and now Cooper Cup being out, has ruined my, my fantasy team. So the Saints aren't very good, but neither are the Rams, so I'm going New Orleans, and I'm going to make that my four as well. Good pick, Michael. Yep. Laura, this is I your mean, team. This is your boo. Not my boo. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm married to them, so my boo. Um, yeah, the Rams suck. It's okay. I'm still a loyal fan. It's all like our other teams that you guys are fans of are that great. So we're going to go Rams, and that's a five, like every oh, week. Oh, you're sticking with it. And yeah. she wonders why she got zero last yeah. week. It's okay. I'm also taking the Rams. I don't know why. I really don't. Maybe Stafford's return. Maybe uh, maybe somebody on this team is going to stand up and say something emotional and motivational. Saints aren't very good either. I'm just going to take the Rams on the goof, and I'm going to call that my one. Here we go. Finishing up. Final two. The Cowboys are at the Vikings, and Michael, the Cowboys are favored in this game. After losing the way they did last week to Green Bay, after seeing what Green Bay was last night against Tennessee, how is this possible? Who do you like, Michael? Cowboys, Vikings. Thinking really hard on that one, huh? Yeah, I think he's thinking or we've lost the connection. I think he's thinking really hard. Okay, well, who do you like, Lindsay Baseball? Mm, I think the Vikings... After last week, I think that the Vikings are the real deal. And it's only 1.5, so one and a half. I'm going to go Vikings, and I'm not that confident, though, so I'm going to make it my one. Okay, Laura? What game are we on? Sorry, I'm trying to get Michael here. Cowboys at Vikings? What happened to Michael? Uh, oh, I got him back. Hold on. You Maybe you go to him first. Yep. Michael, Cowboys at Vikings. Vikings are home dogs. Cowboys are favored by one and a half points. What do you think? Oh, man, I got to go with the – I haven't given anybody a five yet, have I? I don't think you have. So I got to go with Vikings with a five, man. Cowboys are good, but I can't see them going into Minnesota and winning that game. So I'm going to go with the Vikings with a five. Laura? I'm going to do Vikings four. I'm also doing Vikings four. Yay. I think uh, – oh, I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know either. I got a zero last week, man, right. but here we are. I'm, you know, I, mean, I can only go good. up. Right, it's either good for you because yeah. I did well last week, although I really don't know if I did do well or not. How did I do I'll last tell week? You at the end. Yeah, I'll tell right. you at the end. All right. Taking the Vikings, that's my four. Last game, Michael. This is the weird game of the week. Cleveland alert. The Browns are at the Bills. The Bills are eight-point favorites, but, Michael, they moved the game from Buffalo to Detroit because of the massive snowstorm that's hitting Buffalo, New York. So Browns are at the Bills, but the game is in Detroit. Michael, who do you like? Uh, what number do I have left? You've got, what was the one that you picked last time? Five. Five. Okay, so you got your three left, Michael. A three with the Bills. The Bills aren't going to lose two in a row, so I got Bills with three. Uh, they 
Got to get back in the swing of things. And it's a neutral field, so and indoors. So Allen's going to be flinging that ball all over the place. Lindsay Baseball, your Browns? Um, well, I just want to say that every time I've picked the Bills as my five, because the Bills are like my secondary AFC team, um, they've won. So I think the Browns are really, really bad, and I think that after the way the Bills lost last week, like there's no way that they're going to lose to the Browns mm-hmm. this week. So I'm, I'm going Bills, and that's my five. Laura? I'm going to go, let me see what I wrote down here. Sorry, Kepi. I'm going to go with the Bills. That's my two because I'm not picking no Browns. So, yeah. I've only got a two left also. I'm taking the Browns to cover. That's your team now. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the Bills will win. I think the Browns can cover. I don't. Well, I'm I think hoping. it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, it's a heart I'm pick. with her, and I hope so because I need that too at least. All right, so give us the results of last week, Lindsay Baseball. All right, so last week... Uh, we all did pretty well across the board. Sedano did the best. He got a nine, but he only got his five and his four, the Vikings and the Bucks. Um, uh, you got six points, Cappy. I got six, and Laura had put up a big fat goose egg. So the standings as of right now are in last place is Laura with 50. Right above her would be Sedano with 62. Things heating up in between Cappy and Lindsay here, whereas Cappy's got 74 and I've got 81. So we're still pretty close, Cap. Right. And this Browns-Bills game is going to be a big deal, right? It is. It is indeed. Michael, uh, we got five minutes before we're going to turn things over to Sliwa and the pregame show. Michael, we've been talking about this stretch for the Lakers and the teams that they're playing and the schedule softening. What do you think is going to happen here these next few games? They got the Pistons tonight, and who we got Sunday? Uh, San Antonio, San Antonio Sunday. Right. So two teams that are sub 500. LeBron and uh, Schroeder and uh, Bryant might be back, so the Lakers probably be at full strength. So the Lakers will win these next two this weekend. You you sure LeBron's back, or well, you're just kind of guessing I'm that LeBron's guessing. back? I'm just mm-hmm. guessing. They haven't announced anything yet, but uh, if even if he doesn't come back, having Schroeder and Thomas Bryant back, that's going to be a, give him a good boost. Okay, you feel that way? I mean, I don't know much about Thomas Bryant. I mean, Schroeder we've obviously seen before. What what, what is Thomas Bryant going to bring? Energy and some size off the bench, uh, decent shooting, running the floor. He runs the floor really well for a big man, so they bring a lot of energy and enthusiasm off the bench. If LeBron doesn't play, if if let's just say he's not 100% and the decision is we're waiting until he is 100%, don't you feel like the Lakers should be able to beat these teams? Yeah, yeah, even without LeBron, as long as Anthony Davis stays uh, uh, dominant like he was. Lonnie Walker was a good complimentary with 20 26 points himself. So other guys can step up. And if AD can continue to want to be dominant in the paint and other guys step up like they did against uh, Brooklyn, yeah, they can win these. They can hold on until LeBron gets back. All right, Michael, other big story going down this weekend in town. USC against UCLA tomorrow night. At the Rose Bowl, UCLA last week blew up their season with a loss against Arizona. USC still is playing for potentially an opportunity to get into the college football playoff. What do you think is going to happen? At the Rose Bowl, UCLA's home ground, I just think home game, I think uh, USC is going to pull it out. They seem to be a bet all-around team. Uh, so that loss that UCLA had last week was terrible. So um, I'll go with SC to win it. Okay. Any score? Prediction? Is it close? Is it tight? Is it a blowout? 28 to 20. 28 20. Yep. I said 34. No, 38 24. 38 24 is my score. USC. All right. All right. There you go. I hate all of you. 
I know. Laura's so mad at us, yeah. Michael. Hey, Michael, since we never have you on the show anymore and you love football so much, I'm just curious, as of right now, who do you think is like winning each division? Or, yeah, like, who's, who's going to the Super Bowl? Right now, as things stand after week eight, it looks like it's going to be Philadelphia because they seem to be a well-rounded team. They shouldn't have lost the, the other night. Uh, who would they lose to? Washington. Uh, Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they fumbled Wolf. the ball. It was th- giving away takeaways and stuff. So if they wouldn't have fumbled the ball like that, they would have won. They would have been, still be undefeated. So Philadelphia's the favorite in the NFC. And in the AFC, uh, it's hard to go against uh, Kansas City. So it could be Philly, Kansas City. Yeah, it's tough to go against Kansas City. I mean, as much as everybody earlier in the season said Buffalo has overtaken them and Josh Allen has overtaken Mahomes, no. I don't think anybody feels like that right now after two straight losses against the Jets and then what happened last week. I don't think so. No, he's, he's a good quarterback, but Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the game. Yep, he is. Hey, Michael, have a great weekend. Uh, have a great broadcast tonight, and let's see where we are with this Laker team when we get back on Monday. All right. All right, Michael, thank you. Alan Sliwa coming up next with the Laker pregame show. Michael sitting in for a couple of segments while Sedano had to take off up in Oregon. Hey, Lindsay Baseball, you have any final words of the week? Any words of wisdom? Um, no, no, not that I can think of. Okay. Laura, final thoughts, perhaps? Uh, happy birthday to my goddaughter. Let's go UCLA. And can I just get one team to win that I picked? That's it. All right, there you go. Hey, everybody, listen, great week around here. Communicate all weekend long in the circle of trust. Uh, Go USC. I'll balance that out, and we'll see where we are, like I said, on Monday with this Laker team. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe out there. So much love on behalf of all of us. Peace out, everybody.